that there are a lot of possible conversations that we could have about human-esque artificial intelligence, but it is the end of the week, and I just don't want to wade into all of the ethics involved in that. However, I did read a very interesting article in the journal Science that I've been thinking about for like a week, and I really wanted to share it with you because it's fascinating, and maybe you'll find it fascinating, I did, and then maybe if you have actual experience in robotics and you've known some AIs in your life, then you will have some thoughts to share that are more pertinent than my mere fascination and vaguely terrified musings on the subject. So the question is this, as artificial intelligence becomes capable of a more human-like existence and performance, will it then become vulnerable to more than just hardware bugs? Will human afflictions befall them as well? The specific example that is being explored in this article is, can robots get depressed? I am not programmed for fear. So first off, did you know that there is a place called the Champalamud Center for the Unknown in Lisbon? Because holy hell, can I work there, please? So a neuroscientist from said Center for the Unknown named Zachary Manin spoke to science about his theory, which is pretty straightforward. If we make robots have more human-like brains, we can't assume they won't develop psychological quirks. Computers get buggy, right? And human brains can get cross-wired or frayed, so it might not really seem like a stretch to make these concepts analogous, would it? The answer or answers may be found in a field called computational psychiatry, which is precisely what it sounds like, basically developing computer models that can mimic, if not be used to predict, human behavior. A familiar behavior pattern is detected. So as Manin pointed out in science, the applications for this kind of go both ways. Creating and using these algorithms isn't just useful for creating more human-like AI, they could also help us better understand the human mind. Modeling conditions like depression could help us hopefully understand it better and then hopefully develop more effective ways to treat it. So take modeling serotonin, for example, the neurotransmitter, more specifically a neuromodulator that helps regulate our thoughts, while dopamine regulates those feel-good reward system feelings, is most often implicated in a number of brain functions and dysfunctions. And if you want to build those into an algorithm, then you got to figure out what the like AI programming equivalent would be. So as Manin put it, if it can and does go wrong or rogue in humans, we have to be able to recreate that in a simulation, or at least create the conditions that would allow for it. And that involves training the AI to respond similarly to how we do when something unexpected happens in our lives and our brains try to quickly adapt, which usually involves culling old information that isn't useful or relevant and then taking in new information more effectively. This is called the learning rate for the AI, and Manin says it's very important to both our brains and AI brain programming because it's what links serotonin to the idea that our brains can and do change, something referred to as neuroplasticity. So the theory of depression modeled here is that the brain isn't adapting to changes, and so someone gets stuck with a bunch of irrelevant thought processes and information on a loop that they know isn't helping or working, but they just can't, you know, think themselves out of that. Does not compute. So in this case, taking an antidepressant is not about like pumping yourself full of feel-good feelings or feel-good neurotransmitters. It's actually about increasing your brain's ability to adapt so that it stops skipping like a scratch U2 CD, which for me would only ever be the Joshua Tree album. But I mean, anyway. <laughs> so as I was doing a little bit more reading about this idea, I was reminded of that ill-fated Microsoft AI experiment, Tay. Do you remember the chatbot that literally took like 
what, a day to become a flagrant internet racist? Like, we don't need any more flagrant internet racists on Twitter. We should just ixnay on the AIA until we can figure out what's going on. But in all seriousness, I do think this is a really fascinating topic, and I'd be really interested to hear what you think about it. Because, I mean, I think about my, with like the things that I'm going through in my life right now, and how I know intellectually that a lot of the things that I have anxiety about and that I have d depression about in terms of my health and the things that I can't control, like I am aware that a lot of the patterns in my brain or the thought processes in my brain are like not helping and they're not relevant. But it's really hard to change them. And I know that it's possible. I know our brains can adapt. I think it probably takes a long time and I'm just getting impatient and frustrated, but it really appeals to me to like have simulations or models for things. That's kind of how my brain works. I like to make, you know, plots and charts and lay things out and, and have a lot of data on something and make predictions based off of it. So this type of thing really appeals to me. I mean, I also think there's a potential, as always with AI, for things to go super wrong, but I'm really interested to see where it goes. Does not compute. You do not compute.